Welcome back to Real Talk, everyone. So today, we're going to talk about something that we really, I don't think, I'm like scanning my memory, I don't think we've talked about religion on the mm-hmm. podcast. And in some ways, that's because um, it's a little intimidating, mm-hmm. pretty big subjects, a lot of opinions, uh, a lot going on. And we're at a public university. There are many, it's like, who do we have on as a guest? Mm-hmm. How do we cover everything? I know we're going to make some people mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But For sure. you can't avoid that. It's my favorite. Can't <laughs> avoid it. So mm-hmm. um, today we have a guest on uh, Kyle Magri. You're going to hear from him shortly. He's tons of he's a he's a podcaster himself, um, a former student of mine, which is not actually how he arrived at the podcast. Um, but he's doing some really interesting things um, with community groups on campus around religion. So we're very excited to hear about um, his experiences, his journey, and what you see with um, undergraduate students. Kyle, we all. I'm here with Saida and Danielle. I should have said that already. <laughs> um, and we're, so yeah, we're just going to take the, the, this question on about, about religion, what it looks like for young people um, at, on college campuses, what it looks like in the U.S., how things are changing or not changing. Lots mm-hmm. to say. Anyway, Kyle, you're really going to lead the show because sure. you have a lot, <laughs> a lot to share with us. I think before we bring Kyle in, um, mm. Saeed and Danielle, we should talk about our own sort of experiences just a little bit, just like a little nutshell, a little nutshell about <laughs> our, our, our relationship to, um, to religion. I mean, I'll just say that I was raised Episcopalian. My parents are very involved in church. Um, my dad worked at the church for a while. I mean, they're there every week. We're recording this during Holy Week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about to be Easter, not intentionally. Not, not intentional. intentionally. It's I didn't also, even think about it. It's also Ramadan. Also tonight, the UConn men's team is playing. Oh, that is, that's a religion. That's a religion. I was like, wait, wait, One of their best players, whose name I should know, um, is fasting for Ramadan mm. and still dominating in the games. So, oh. mashallah, as they would say. Okay, yeah. Yeah. mashallah. So, I, you know, as a as a queer person, um I've gone I've just sort of had moments of and many moments of sort of mistrust around organized mm-hmm. religion. Mm-hmm. Also, many of my good friends are religious, um are Christians, are Jews, um of different orientations. Um so I know a lot of I'm very close to a lot of religious people including mm-hmm. my parents. I think about it now as a parent. I mean, like how many of us celebrate Christian holidays, but we don't, we're not Christian, right? Like, right. Mm-hmm. I love Easter egg hunts, but like, how do you talk to your, <laughs> how do you talk to your child about like, yeah. what oh. is this holiday? Like, and so I, anyway, I'm thinking about it newly as a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and those have nature religion origins. I was going to say, oh, get, okay. get back oh, into those nature religions. We'll, 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 we'll come back to that. Okay. So Danielle, Danielle, what's your, what's your nutshell? Um, so my nutshell is. Um, I was based on I was raised on my mother's side Baptist through my grandmother Um, her family came up from the south I think North Carolina Um, so she was pretty into that and then on my father's side he was seven-day Adventist Mm -hmm. so from the beginning stages of my life I didn't eat pork I still don't really eat pork but I didn't eat like 
uh, regular bacon and stuff like that. We ate turkey bacon, and I just thought it was an alternative. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, crap, Dad doesn't eat bacon. Um, I didn't know that. Mm. So that's just a little tidbit. But, yeah, um, and my relationship now is I decided to decolonize myself from Christianity mm-hmm. because I mm-hmm. I just couldn't justify being not that I was super super religious but I just couldn't justify being a Christian Mm -hmm. if I could just like take it off like I don't have chains on me and nobody's forcing me Mm -hmm. to be something um and not read from a book but Mm -hmm. believe it so I I appreciate it for the the bandage that it was for the black community um Mm -hmm. especially during slavery we always take the trash that is given to us and make it um make it a, a, a queen's throne, <laughs> um, a queen's throne. But um, I just, I just felt like I didn't, like I couldn't justify still having that on me. So um, I'm spiritual, not religious. I believe in a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, whatever the thing is, I'm an omnist. So I believe there's truth in every religion. There's no such thing as one religion that's bigger than the other. We all were separated by land and sea and came to different conclusions socially, but they were all talking about the same exact thing. Mm. Um, so yeah, I I trend towards African um African based religions. But when thinking about initiating, I was like that's still indoctrinating yourself in a religion. And yeah. I just wanna be <laughs> I just wanna have my own relationship with the thing. Mm. Um and not have somebody tell me the confines and the rules and the ways and the stuff like that. So I mean I've gotten to the water in Miami and talked to Yemaya and Yemaya talk back. So Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, they're all looking at me now. <laughs> okay. How much time do we have? All right. Let's start. So, elementary school. My. Mm, let's start before that. So, my home okay. church is in Harlem. I was born in. Eighteen <laughs> hundreds. I'm yeah. secretly a vampire. That's why I've lived so many lives. But totally. Um, my home church is in Harlem. So Canaan Baptist Church, mm-hmm. which the pastor was um, Reverend Wyatt T. Walker, who was very active in the civil rights movement, which is why mm-hmm. we went to that church. So Ooh. in Harlem, it's Mount Olive or it's Canaan. I was Canaan. Um, <laughs> and then Gang-gang. so like Harlem Renaissance. Think of all of that. That's where we were. Toot my own horn. Um, Lord. But elementary school, I went to Lutheran school, oh, which wow. was very interesting. Shout out to our savior in the Bronx. They're excellent at basketball now. Um but first through fifth, I went to Lutheran school. I went to Baptist church, which is what Harlem was. On the lazy Sundays where we couldn't get to Harlem, I lived behind a Presbyterian church. So we were visitors there on occasion. Um, my cousins are Catholic. So we would go to mass. Two of my close friends are Muslim. So I've been to mass. Oh, my God. Um, and then one of my best friends from sixth grade into college was Jewish. I knew so she was going to say that. You knew that. I'm from New York. <laughs> Of course. So I have observed Judaism. Um, I am a preacher's kid. My dad was a pastor. Um, Golly. And then I went to school in Alabama, which is the Bible Belt. So that had its own. That is its own genre of religion. (laughs) So I currently do not have a relationship with religion. I, like Danielle, agree there is something bigger. Mm -hmm. I'm more of like, I don't know what you call it, but I'm more of like the nature person. Like I believe you see Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. evidence of something higher within nature. Um, I'm spiritual in that sense. I do not believe in the Bible. 
that's going to mm-hmm. be its own thing. Mm-hmm. I had questions. I got suspended from private school for asking uh, them. Uh, uh, oh, I don't have a good relationship it. with the Bible, I so I don't it. believe in it. I also was um, a questioner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so you have no faith? Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> even that. When, I cited, when they would cite stories, I was like, why would God do that? If God is all yeah. knowing and seeing, why? And they were like, we're calling your mother. Ooh, yeah. How dare why? You oh, you better than me. Because yeah. I'd be like, so basically he can't see? You know what? <laughs> he can't see that coming. Right. Religion is so complicated and I hate it. And it's very divisive. Yes. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I am open. I mm-hmm. respect everyone's religion. Mm-hmm. Sure. I do. I absolutely love Islam. I love that they have specific words. Like I find myself saying inshallah all the inshallah, time. Inshallah, yeah, mashallah. Mashallah, yeah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah is my yeah. favorite. <laughs> I I say it all the time. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Like yeah. mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, but awesome group of people. Let's hear from you, Kyle. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Hi everyone. I'm Kyle Magri. I am a, a social work major and religious studies minor here at SCSU. Mm-hmm. My religious journey ga- began when I was um, a child, really, of course, as as it does for many of us. Back in the Catholic Church, I grew up with a very liberal Mm. Catholic parents and a very liberal Catholic community. Um, So I didn't experience much homophobia there. And I went to a Catholic school that was ran by very liberal nuns and lay people. Mm. So it was was a decent experience. I mean, you still got the no abortion, oh my gosh, you know, and Mm -hmm. all the, Mm -hmm. maybe it's not okay to be gay, but we don't exactly know where we we stand. We like (laughs) that. And all those nuns were lesbian and they loved me. Yes. But, yes, yes, they were all they were knew so it. lesbian, but they loved me and they, they taught me the mystics. They they introduced me to the Christian mystics, which I think saved my religion growing up. Because one of the first things that happened to me as a young kid was um one of my playmates died of cancer. Mm. And I kept asking everyone what happened to her. I couldn't go to her funeral because my mother felt I was too young to go to a funeral. Mm-hmm. So she just disappeared. And everyone said, oh, well, Father God took her up to heaven. Oh. And I said, well, I hate Father God. Mm. And right. my mother was so upset because here I was going to Catholic school. I was a very good kid in church. I would always take my little nap and be happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. And now <laughs> I was protesting Father God. So wait, how old were you at this age? I was in, oh, I had to be in like kindergarten. Oh, oh kindergarten. my God. I was young. I can't, That's, I, I, this, so maybe five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this sounds like you, Kyle. So it definitely, oh yeah. <laughs> so my my grandmother, who's a devout Episcopalian, mm-hmm. uh, raised half Catholic, half Episcopalian, leaned towards the Episcopalian Same size. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. Um, and my my grandmother said to me, well, Kyle, you know God the Father has a mother. And I said, No. And she goes, yeah, see that little shrine over there in the corner of the church with that little Madonna statue, the little Mary statue? That's God's mother. And I said, oh, I need to talk to her to get God punished. (laughs) 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 We love. My Episcopalian grandmother handed me a rosary, and I began to pray the rosary, and the nuns helped me. And as I I began to ask questions with Mary on my side, I had Mm. this woman, this mother, this mother goddess, Mm. who was going to combat the patriarchal father god who took my best friend away with me. And she's been my ally ever since, Mother Mary. I (laughs) I, I prayed two rosaries before coming here today. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a very queer, very open take on the rosary, which we can get into at some point. Uh, But essentially from there on, I fell in love with the goddess. I fell in love with the mother. The nuns at the Catholic school that I was at taught me the Christian mystics, Miser Eckhart, Julian of Norwich, who all talk about the divine feminine. Mm. Uh, They taught me them instead of like Aquinas and all those other crazy Catholic theologians. They taught me the mystics who were having experiential union with God. 
God. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they didn't teach that in the public classes. They gave me special books on the side. The nuns would like mm-hmm. slip me Miser Eckhart's, you know, theology of the pregnant father God and all that jazz. You know, they would slip me all the weird stuff and be like, Kyle, this is for you. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, thanks, yes, you know. <laughs> so, from there, my, my Episcopalian grandmother was also exploring Hinduism. Uh, is, is Episcopalians yeah. are very, as you know, very liberal, and yeah. they just pff, they don't give a shit. They'll just explore. I don't know if we're allowed to swear on here, <laughs> <laughs> but they uh, they'll just you know they'll do whatever. Many Episcopalians, and they uh, my Episcopalian grandmother was exploring um, many different religions, and um, she one of it was Hinduism, and she had all these Hindu goddess statues that she collected over the years. Mm. And I was like, who's that? And she goes, oh, that's Durga, that's Kalima. I was gonna say Kalima, Saraswati. Yeah, and I went. Who are they? She goes, she's they're they're goddesses in the in the Hindu religion. I was like, so they're not human. They're god as a, a female. And she was like, yeah. I'm like, I need that. I need that right now. <laughs> and <laughs> and I got super into all the different goddesses. From there, I explored Wicca and all the pantheons mm. of goddesses. So I went on a goddess journey in my childhood huh. of God predominantly as a woman. As a mother, I also have I had devotion that. to Yemaya yes. and all of that. I yes. loved your Yemaya story. So I had God as a mother for years until um, after having a, a, a rendezvous with Santeria, Ooh. which kind of led me back to Jesus through the Santerian tradition that blends Jesus with yes. uh, African uh, Yoruba. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up kind of finding Jesus again. And... I was like, oh shit, I don't want to find Jesus again, but I'm feeling really drawn to this. Mm-hmm. And I ended up having to find Jesus as a mother mm-hmm. through the mystics that I had learned as a kid. I remembered those mystics and was able to connect with Jesus as a mother. And I became an Orthodox Christian for a while. Uh, then they told me I was gay and had to get out. So I said, Ooh. okay, I'll leave. <laughs> and <laughs> from there, my Episcopalian grandmother said, you know, my tradition allows gay marriage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool, because I'd like to get married one day. Went to an Episcopal church and I haven't gone back ever since. But uh, I will say that I'm a very eclectic, spiritual Episcopalian. Jesus is definitely at the center of my spiritual focus along with his mom. But as, you know, as we we were both saying, mashallah, I said, you know, ashe in honor Mm -hmm. of Yemaya. Mm -hmm. I am very open and inclusive of everyone. Although uh, liberal, very liberal mystical Christianity is my base. Mm -hmm. That's my platform off of which I build my spiritual house. Mm. So sorry about that, but <laughs> yeah. that's my long introduction. Yes. It's, it's really, it's such a powerful story that you're able to connect it to that early mm-hmm. childhood trauma. Yeah. yeah. And what was so interesting to me as you were talking is like, uh, it's just how big religion, how big of a space it was for you. Even mm-hmm. Catholicism, yes. like early on. Yes. And it had a lot to do with the people who are around you. Yes. I've also known some amazing nuns. You know? Oh yeah. They, nuns are the best. Sometimes. Some of them. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Look, yes. Yeah. Real quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but like, but just that, that, that was a big enough space for you to take many journeys mm-hmm. yes. um, and for you to be sort of like held, lost, found, yeah, you know, 100%. and come back to. Uh, and I think a lot of people are, you know, they don't necessarily have that experience. Mm-mm. No, they, they don't. That I was experience very privileged. And then they leave. Right. Yes. And then they're on the other side of that and yes. then, and then come back sometimes, but they, they often don't. I don't hear people often talk about religion as a, in such a spacious way. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I never abandoned religion. I never had an atheist moment because, um, not that I haven't had doubts, I've had tons of them, but I've always been able to work through them Mm -hmm. because of how spacious 
my religious environment was. Again, thanks in part to my from my Episcopal grandmother, my liberal parents, and my liberal band of Ursuline nuns. <laughs> who I mean, my life was literally Sister Act as a kid. You know? <laughs> oh my God. And like that, like that's yeah. my image of nuns. And it was just so open, and it gave space for me to to ask these questions. I mean, I can remember my my eighth grade English teacher, who was an epic woman. God rest her soul. I mean, she was so cool. Another big rosary person. We would debate Buddhist philosophy together, mm. and she would ask these questions. She made she'd make me think and be okay with questions. Mm. It was just it was wonderful. It was one. Mm. I had a wonderful experience with that as a kid, where questions were allowed, and um, mm. evolution literally you know came into my life. And I had a hard time with evolution, but it was because of my open tradition that I was able to include evolution into my spiritual beliefs mm-hmm. and still have deities, gods, and spirits, and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Questions like, are important. You're talking about evolution and making space and going through like Mm -hmm. traumatic experiences. I want to know how are you carrying this through today's like modern society? Cause Mm -hmm. in my opinion, Mm -hmm. I don't see a space for religion Mm -hmm. within like social world of society Mm -hmm. only because it can be so divisive Mm -hmm. and everyone's not like you in that they'll leave room for questions and openness. Mm -hmm. So how are we able to, if you wanted to, mm-hmm. I have no desire. If you wanted to bring religion into modern society without yes. it being as like condemnation, oh my no. God, like it yes. used to be. Yes. Well, I'm a big proponent of spirituality over religion. So I'm right there mm. with you on that. I do like religion in the sense that it's an organized group of people getting together to say, all right, we, we're going to talk about a figure, right? What do Buddhists do when they go to their temple on, sen- on um, Sunday or whatever day they go? Um, they, they go, all right, we're, we all have different beliefs but we're going to center. We all can agree that this Buddha guy is pretty cool. Let's center around him and and debate this and talk this out for a while. Mm -hmm. And I find Episcopalians do that for me with Jesus. Mm -hmm. They're like, I'm like, Hey, I like Jesus. They're like, we like Jesus too. Let's come together, have these services where we eat his flesh and blood (laughs) (laughs) in a really fun way. And, um, and, and, and talk and pray about this central figure that we can all agree on. But also, Episcopalianism tends to be very comfortable with questions and asking. I don't know if that was your experience, Casey, but that was, in my experience at least, in my grandmother's experience, you could ask questions and be comfortable, but we're all going to come around and do these certain rituals and talking sessions, coffee hours, what they usually call it, (laughs) have a coffee and talk about Jesus or Buddha or Krishna or Lao Tzu or um, Allah and his prophet Muhammad. You know, so whatever that means, you know, to people. That's how I see religion in the modern world surviving. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it's interesting. I, as a kid, I thought like sitting in, I was, I would be drawing in, yeah. a, in a notebook sitting yeah. there. <laughs> I did think it's a certain, at one church we went to, I thought the Sunday school kids were like mean. They were like, yeah. we know more about Jesus <laughs> than you. And they were like bullies about it. <laughs> oh yeah. They were definitely like, like bullies. Church, church clicks. <laughs> yes. Church Jesus clicks. clicks. So yes. that was a no for me, but. Yes, um, I agree. And that happens. That happens. It does happen. Yes. And then. You know, but in church, like something that I didn't get as a a kid, I thought it was just so boring Mm -hmm. because it's the same thing over and over. The sermon is different. The sermon is different, but like it's pretty short and it's at the end. And you do all the same stuff. And I had talked to a friend who um, actually was studying to become Mm -hmm. a rabbi, I think, about... um, about this and about how they love the like well-worn liturgies. Like I love that we're praying the same prayers that people have been praying for like yeah. centuries like they really it's cool. and i understand ritual now like as a kid that is boring no it's yeah. hard for kids it's yeah. hard for yeah. kids absolutely i think uh in my personal opinion the the religions that will survive into the future are going to be the religions that are colorful 
that are ritually diverse and are tending to be some of those more ancient religions. Like I go to what's called an Anglo-Catholic Episcopal church, which is a very high form of Episcopal liturgy. Like incense. And incense. And mm. we change the colors of the, the garments and the robes and the, the altar cloths every Sunday. It's different. Mm. There's flowers that change out every Sunday. There's different rituals that we do. Like for instance, we just had Palm Sunday where we did an entire procession around our street with palms mm. and, and the kids were having fun waving them and singing Hosanna. Um, there's another procession. We just had the Feast of the Annunciation, which is about Mary orgasming, by the way. But we <laughs> 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 have a podcast on that. But um, it's this feast of fertility. And what do we do? Huh. We go to our breastfeeding Mary statue, and she's got both boobs out, mind you. Ooh, breastfeeding okay. Jesus, and then has, she has another boob out for you, <laughs> which is another whole spiritual tradition. <laughs> All right. So fun. And she, yeah, it's crazy. So fun. It's crazy. And she, we go to the, we go to the lady. We process as a whole community to the Lady Shrine. We get up out of our freaking. Pe- and go to the lady shrine that we have in our church and we throw flowers at her in holy water and sing hymns to her as a community in a little circle together and light candles in front of her. So it's that's going to survive. I mean, that sounds fun. That, that, that sounds really fun. That's that, if I was raised like that, yeah. I'd totally go. That's, <laughs> going to, that's going to survive. So I truly believe that that's going to survive. Uh, to Mahayana Buddhism, with all of their rituals and drums and music, paganism, nature mm. religion mm-hmm. is going to survive. Yeah. Because what's different every time you walk out there? The earth, nature, mm-hmm. the trees. Mm-hmm. People, like you were saying, you, f- you find God in that. People find divinity in change and stuff like that so I, th- I feel like that's a that's an answer to church being boring yeah yeah absolutely and that's what, that's what i think what most people have with re- they're dissatisfied they're dissatisfied yeah. with the institution or they've been pushed out by hate yes right. more conservative communities which is very sad and yeah. in some places like if you're in new york you can have all kinds of religious experiences absolutely yes. but like if you're in you know Canada. <laughs> no, no, no. Even in I'm thinking like if you're in Wyoming, Bible if you're yeah. in the Bible, Alabama, Alabama. it's like mm-hmm. you don't really have, have choice one. in you the same way that we do. Although I will tell you, um, well, number one, a note on New York is that what's nice about New York is that you can walk into those communities and no one gives a crap that you're there. Nope. Right. They just, you can walk in and be yourself and yep. then leave. Yep. So you could be a queer person. You could be a trans person. Walk into any church. Yeah. Mm. And no one no one cares you. There's 50,000 other people there in that, yep. those giant New York churches. So that's nice about New York. What I will say about the Bible belts, though, <laughs> is that while they look so conservative and crazy on the outside, there are always all these cultures. If you go down uh, south, I have a friend who's Gullah Geechee. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is yes. a black, you know, African community, mm-hmm. you know, that practices major folk magic and witchcraft yes. within mm-hmm. a Christian context. Yep. Sure. But my gosh, is it nature religion up the yin yang? Yeah. Yeah. And they have space for psychics and, yep. and hoodoo and voodoo and all sorts of charms yes. and talismans and these beautiful things. That's even there in the Bible belt. Yep. They might well, use God a Bible Gucci instead is, of a spell book. Is yeah. very is a very unique experience because yes. they were the yes. untapped people of the South. Yes. Because, you know, mm-hmm. the areas that they were working in, white people couldn't survive. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they didn't even have white overseers. So right. they were able to retain religion mm-hmm. and, and you know, tradition and all types of things Food. that other people kind of had, mm-hmm. um, kind of had just like, I don't know, just like time just made it go away, you know? Yeah. So yeah. so they, they are a very special people. I love going Absolutely. To. Yeah. Absolutely. But I even in the places where they made it go away, just say there's there's a, like Louisiana Conjure. Yeah. I was going to bring up Louisiana. Yeah. Oh, I live yeah. in New Orleans. Oh, awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, Gullah Geechee, voodoo, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm Haitian too. We should oh, throw that yeah. I was going to say, she's yeah. Haitian. Yeah. In there too. That's a wild, okay. beautiful tradition. It is. Yeah. So being yeah. like Haitian and then being in, from the Bible Belt, New York, mm-hmm. New Orleans, like 
like Louisiana is rich. I mean, it's not even just that. It, even people who don't believe, if you walk the streets, the energies There's you feel are very different. Yeah. It's very like, different. and yes. you can tell when you're somewhere that that is more on the darker side. Mm -hmm. You you move. Mm -hmm. You move accordingly. It's yes. very interesting because. My husband is a non-believer. We were yeah. just talking about this, like, coming here. I was mm -hmm. on my way here, and we were talking about how uh, he went. I ain't going to say whose house, yeah. but he was at somebody's yeah. house. And the first time I went there, I looked around, and I was like, the vibe is off. I was <laughs> like, I'm bringing some sage next time. The vibe is off. And he just looked at me. He couldn't sleep. And he wow. was like, I have never felt an energy like that. Yes. I said, mm -hmm. I told you. And I told you, because I'm, I'm kind of sensitive to it. I'm very sensitive to, like, energies in general, yeah. because Haitian. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my grandmother was, like, kind of into that. And, like, yeah. And my mom can, like, who died? She yeah. loves doing that to me. She'll be like, who just died? I don't know. It's very frustrating to the point where, like, my dad passed. And he, she was like, somebody just died. And I was like, okay, that's real random. Like, great. Wait till I find that out. And she, right. The description of the way, right? She's like, somebody was having like a hard time breathing, something with their heart, whatever. And my dad passed cardiac arrest. Oh, And she's able to, she can't tell you what it is, but she can tell you what the experience was. She got shiny. Wow. It's shiny. And like she would do it and like randomly yes. and it would freak me out. Like of you get course. freaked out, especially as a little kid or like mm -hmm. you'd have these experiences where I'm like, like last night I'm in my kitchen and there's a light bulb that's been blown out, yes. been blown out. Like I took it down and I shook it and I was like, it's broken. And I was like, oh, but I'm not going to leave a hole there. That looks weird. Yeah. I had to go and find yeah. the right wattage, but it's still there. And I'm standing there talking to my husband and it comes on and I just looked up and I was like, that's interesting. Stop playing with me. Yeah. And oh, I, I, was, do that. Uh -huh. I don't know who it is, but well, stop playing. You know, and I'll tell <laughs> I do the same you, I'll tell you as in all of my studies of religion and spirituality, religions come and go. Yeah. You know, sorry to anybody who's part of a religion listening to this. And I, might, I say that as someone who is part of Episcopalianism. Right. Religions sure. come and go. And I'm happy to admit that. I, I'll tell you, we happen to have two beautiful, beautiful women sitting here on the podcast with us. <laughs> Thank you. Devotion to women never dies. And devotion to magic, ghosts, and spirits never mm -hmm. dies. Witchcraft never dies. Mm -mm. Devotion to the goddess or the embodied woman never dies. Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, Allah may come and go, but my gosh, we've been worshiping the female figure and all the witchcraft that comes with that since the very beginning. So that stuff, all those mm -hmm. ghost stories, you could be an absolute atheist. I know absolute people who claim to be atheists, and they will, they will hold a rosary. They will mm -hmm. have a rosary on them yep. and a little Mary pendant that they wear, and they will believe in ghosts and spirits and all the energies and Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's Never no God, played with a Ouija board. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never did the Ouija board thing. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Even people who are complete non-believers yes. will not mess with a Ouija board. Black people don't do Ouija boards. <laughs> Universally, not doing it. Because that's in our DNA. That's what our Paleolithic forefathers and foremothers and forepeople did. They, they. Mm -hmm. I mean, are, the oldest things that we find are tools for shamanic practices and divination mm -hmm. along next to these little goddess statues, these yeah. beautiful little fertile goddess statues. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's our, that's our, in our blood. That's why people are drawn to Mary and Kali and Yemaya mm -hmm. and all that. It's in our blood. And that's why people are drawn to tarot cards. And yes. Oh, I, I love I tarot. I do tarot. Because, yeah. No, that was not allowed yeah. in my house. Yeah. <laughs> my mother was like, absolutely not. But, but, but they'll open the Bible when they need a message. They'll mm -hmm. find a way. You'll use what you have. Or they'll like take up the blood and the flesh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. That man of Shevitz is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that man of Shevitz wine, my goodness. Let me tell you something. When you hungry and that church service is three or four hours, mm-hmm. that, wafer that is, is the, not enough. That, that, wafer, enough. that yeah, wafer is the best bit of heaven that you're going to ever <laughs> have in your life. I'm like, it's just one piece of what could mm-hmm. be an right. ice cream shell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really wish that like church would kind of get back to what it was like when I was growing up. Because growing up in Harlem, I had such a good time at church. Yeah. We were in Harlem Baptist they were some singing people oh yeah because the music was amazing Mm -hmm. and the church it's really funny if you ever go just go it's an old theater so it still has like the balcony and the stage and like it's very theatrical it's very dramatic like me so it worked but first Sunday it was Church was a safe space. So being in Harlem in general, if you needed something, mm-hmm. you could come to the church. You go to the church. And they'd, they'd help you find it or help yes. you figure it out. And, like, I remember the church was big for Lincoln School of Nurses. My grandmother mm-hmm. graduated from there. So it was like a church of old nurses. Like, this one woman who was a pillar, she was, like, she wore all red, had her red, like, little hat with her yeah. little veil. Her name was Miss Mills. We all knew her. Mm-hmm. She gave the kids candy at the end. She was like, no nonsense. I honestly, when we talk about female figures in religion, yes. Miss Mills was my Mary in church. Yes. She was no nonsense, gave you the love that you needed, gave you the tough love if you needed that, mm-hmm. and was always always had a snack. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, you got to feed the spirit. <laughs> always had a snack. And first Sunday, they'd honor their birthdays. They would uh, pray for the sick and shut in, whoever yeah. needed oh, prayer. Wow. And then we had like a feast. Mm-hmm. Yes. My rules for church, I will not go if you're not feeding me. I promise no. you. I'm not going. That's why yes. they all feed you. Yeah. That's why they all feed you. Mm-hmm. The food was hour. good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you could really come to congregate and like mm-hmm. network yes. and be with your people and like be of like minded. And it, it actually felt welcoming. That's not the experience to me anymore. No, no. it's it's not. It, it's it's not the experience I it's it's again there's there's pockets of it, it, religion is always interesting because they, it's everyone has a different take, and you could be in a in a, in a denomination like Catholicism, and I mean, you know, no offense, uh, you know, I was, was a former practitioner of Catholicism. the The patriarchy in Catholicism can be very oppressive, but let me tell you, you go down to oh, I don't know the um, the Newman Center here in New Haven. You know, um, I think it's called the Newman Center. I forget the the Catholic center here in New Haven, they tend to be very liberal. The, the Yale Catholic center tends mm. to be very liberal. And well, their divinity inclusive. school, their divinity school, very liberal. Very yeah. Liberal. Lots of queer folks coming out Lots of there. Of queer yes. Folks. yes, absolutely. So there's pockets, but then you'll have a denomination like Episcopalianism that has pronounced gay people can get married. You can have women priests. And then there's, you can have there's gay priests. You can have gay, yeah. priests. You can have gay yes. women priests, gay women priests. And it's, it's epic, but there are still conservative pockets within Episcopalianism. Sure. We have we have a church actually here in New Haven, whose name I shall not say, that um, for their oh, in case somebody goes there, but um, <laughs> that that is not open to gay people, and mm. they they can't deny the doctrines that the Episcopal Church has pronounced. But they are a very conservative community that that where that is not happening. Interesting. Yeah. So it's it's people, and that's what religion is. It's yes, people. It's it people that's coming together, and and of course people. We're, we're tribal by nature. We're mm-hmm. tribal by nature. So we love rules of I'm in and you're out. Mm-hmm. And that's when the problems arise. Mm-hmm. That's when the problems arise for institutional religion. Or I'm know. better and you need to learn more. And you need to learn more. I'm the teacher, you're the student, and mm-hmm. that's where we stay. Yeah. So, I mean, like a lot of times in my work, I, especially here on campus, I know we wanted to talk about yeah, that. Talk yeah, talk about it. Um, my work on campus is sort of, you know, facing this this need of, this is, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I've gone to every Bible study group here on 
college campuses and oh god bless them you know they're beautiful people it's like oh it's so like unappealing and you've got these very how so what devout what about it i mean because they're i i think obviously i wouldn't have gone to a bible study <laughs> <in college>, but, <laughs> no. but I, I think about it as like okay like there's the catholic students group there's the hillel there's the muslim students association yes. there's bible study there's the the christian athletes thing yeah um oh, anyway there's flyers i yeah. see right. flyers yes. um and i'm curious about like you know people are coming to college they're in a maybe an interfaith space for the first time like yes. especially if they went to like yes. catholic high school and then here they are they're learning maybe about things in science class it's like supposed to be not true true yeah <laughs> and how do you deal with that and so what i find what my issue is at southern is that i notice okay here's all of these groups but what it is is here's the catholics for Catholics. You're welcome to come join us, but this is a Catholic center. <laughs> yeah, and here's the Muslims for the Muslims. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we're sure you're welcome, but like we're Muslim. Like, you know, and it's all like, and of course, who doesn't go to a Catholic group and thinks, oh my gosh, they're going to convert me. They're going to convert me. I'd love to learn more about Catholicism, but I'm afraid they're going to convert me. Or yeah. Islam, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you've yeah. been there, Danielle, the Catholic yeah. group. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, please, like, God, please don't, don't convert me. Yeah, so like that, there's always that worry. And another thing that has to happen is that I find that those are, you know, I go to these Catholic meetings, I go to these Muslim meetings, I go to these, you know, Christian Bible groups. It's like five, five people, mm. you know, uh, who have a very certain um, demographic, if mm -hmm. you will. Yep. And I go, these are not all college students. And these are not most of the people that I talk to. Right. I said, where is their space? And I listen to them. I listen to, to you guys. I listen to other college students and they're going, listen, I do my crystals. I do my tarot cards and I believe in, you know, Yamaya or Durga. Mm -hmm. That's as far as I go. Other than that, you know, screw Jesus, screw religion, screw the church. And I said to myself, you know what? We need a space where people can come and stand up and have a microphone and say, I hate God and I'm angry and I'm pissed. And for me as a religious representative, a lot of what I do at Monthly Magic, which is the group that I started out of all this, Monthly Magic is a diverse queer, um, queer, queer centric, but open to all people, spirituality group that um, our motto is that we seek to find the sacred in the people, places and things where most religious institutions would not dare to look. That's mm. our motto. So, um, and what I, what, one of the things that we do at Monthly Magic is, with, is that like we, it's an open space. I of course will lead a talk about whatever spiritual topic we're going to talk about. Um, but I always have like every point that I make, I go, anybody else want to say anything? Anybody else want to add anything in? Mm -hmm. um, and I also make space for in our after time for people to vent, to have mm -hmm. their little confessional moment and say, I was abused, I had a traumatic experience, and I hate God, or I, I screw this, I am angry with God. And for me to say, yes, say it. Get that out. I support you. And for me as a religious person with a Madonna around my neck and sometimes a cross around my neck, for them to look me down and yell at me and say, I hate your God. And for me to nod and say, that's beautiful. And I can agree he can be an ass sometimes. <laughs> is, <laughs> is healing for people. And they need a space to do that. And to another, another project that we do is that we, we take the crosses off of rosary beads for people who find crosses to be traumatic. 
Mm. And we put on Mother Mary pendants or goddess pendants. Mm. And we hand those out instead, Mm -hmm. along with rosaries that have crosses on it. And of course, for those who are wondering, I save the crosses and I use them in Christian circles. So don't worry, I'm not (laughs) blaspheming the crosses. I I adore the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. But (laughs) but for those who don't, I put put goddess pendants on the end of of rosaries Mm. so that they can have something to hold on to and have that prayer beat experience that we all need. We all need something to hold on to in this day and age. And sometimes that thing can't have a cross because that's a splintery piece of wood that is going to wound somebody more than they already have been wounded. Mm. Um, So we do that at Monthly Magic too. We make space. We talk about, and also we do what nobody else is doing on this campus, and sorry to say it so bluntly, but we talk about Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, Durga, Kali, Yamaya, all in one talk. Mm -hmm. Like we'll pick a topic like love. We'll talk about love. We'll talk about how Jesus thought about love. We'll talk about how Yoruba thinks about love. We'll talk about how um, Buddhism thinks about love. So we pick these concepts Mm -hmm. in Monthly Magic, right? Mm -hmm. And we sort of will go around that. Occasionally, I'll do a special talk. Like for March, we did St. Joseph and uh, Deconstructing Toxic Masculinity. Mm -hmm. Um, So we only focused on one person from one religion. But most of our classes are... um, about all different religions. We pick a topic and we show how all these religions are talking about the same thing. Yeah. And of course we make it gay. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is all gay. I it's love all that. Gay. I love it. Yeah. That's great. So, but, but that's the thing. And I, I, I get so passionate about it because nobody's doing this. Very few people are doing this type of work. Of yeah. Let's all get together and say, it's okay that we're all different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's make it work for you as an individual. Mm-hmm. If you need to scream at me as a representative of God, scream at me. I'll be the icon and the vessel for you to vent your rage i'll be the icon for you to cry mm-hmm. that's my social work side coming out absolutely and you know it's um and i'll also i'll also give you I'll, I'll make special pendants or religious rosary things for you that work for where you're at right yeah we hand out crystals to people who like crystals we Ow. hand out yeah please come <laughs> i just ordered like two pounds of crystals so yes. please come get them uh we'll hand out yeah those rosaries that are all different we'll we'll make it work for you when you come to monthly magic i promise you we will we'll do that social work bit mm-hmm. that most religions won't do of mm-hmm. making it work for you where you're at and voicing your pain and your joy and whoever whatever image of god you like yeah now yeah. my question for you mm-hmm. It's going to be controversial. God, please don't no, let my I family listen to this. Oh, please. So, I love it. <laughs> so I mentioned my whole family will be listening to this. Oh, God. <laughs> they will love it too. I'm hoping that <laughs> my dad's side doesn't. But so here we go. Yeah. What you're doing is fabulous. And I love that. Yes. Absolutely love it. And like yes. you said, there's no one else doing it. And it's Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, Amen. my dad was very much, he's a, he was a Baptist, very much inclusive in his church as well. Like, That's where's beautiful. jeans? Where's Tim's? Like, oh, I love that. very much like come as you are. And it was practical application of yes. the word, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Now, when my dad passed, oh. were they following the religion or were they following they him? Following him. They were following him. That's the problem. Everything mm-hmm. descends. How do you create a space that continues, even if you're not the figurehead? That's, Ooh, this is that's a great my question. worry. That is, a good that is my worry. And, yeah. I, and at Monthly Magic, one of the things that I do is that um, I try. I mean, of course, I am, I am leading this. Right. But I, I would not like to be entirely leading this. I would love for people to step up. And I invite people to. I'm like, please, if anyone would like to lead something, let's work about it. One of the things that we were going to do that we haven't done because there hasn't just been much traction for it, mm-hmm. we were going to do something called Monthly Moon Circle. So mm-hmm. Monthly Magic meets once a month where I give a little talk um, and 
open up for questions and conversation and discussion. Then we have a little food and party time and free stuff time. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's fun, but. It's me leading and then allowing people to have the space to ask questions and also make statements of yeah. like, hey, this is what I think. Mm -hmm. um, I've tried to get Monthly Moon Circle going, which is going to be this project where we have an even more open forum where I barely say anything and mm -hmm. let other people totally just stand up. You want to lead a, a, a love spell? Do a love spell. You want to lead Buddhist meditation? Do Buddhist meditation. You want to lead a queer Wiccan rosary? Do that. You want to talk about astrology? If you're an expert in astrology, go for it. And it was it would be once a month, just like our other class. Mm -hmm. But it would be somebody get on the roster, step up, and just do something. Yeah. So I'll, I'll have to leave my contact information in case anyone looks up and is like is listening to this podcast and goes, I do that, Kyle. So yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Saida, that is such a good point because yeah. one thing that organized religion has is organization. Right. Yes. You know, and, yes. and, and, and um money, resources. I mean, Frank, yes. I was, it's funny. Just last night we were walking mm -hmm. with some friends with a baby, like around a, a church that went bankrupt. Mm -hmm. in Hamden, beautiful church, lots of interesting statues. I should check them out a little more closely now yeah. that you're talking about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I'm like, here's this like beautiful property that like used to host a community that yes. no longer has any money. So then there's that piece. But mm -hmm. keeping things going, I mean, the same thing with like universities. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody... Or if you're going to organize something else, it is a huge labor. Yes. Like what you do, Kyle, huge labor. Huge labor. Mm -hmm. You know, and then Absolutely. we have this like cult of personality and, and that mm -hmm. it's so hard because we have, we, we bank on charismatic leaders in exactly all areas. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Of course. Charismatic leaders. Like that. What do you do when Joel Osteen dies? You know, we move on <laughs> and oh very goodness. happily, very happily move on. Very I happily. I agree. Then people are going to lose their minds. <laughs> oh, very happily. Absolutely. But, and you I, know I agree with you though. It's like, hard. When yeah. you talk about, so you're in higher ed. Yes. And that that much I love. So yes. when we're talking about Joel Osteen, which, wow, no one grinds yeah. my gears more as a religious Joel figure Osteen. than Joel Osteen. <laughs> he has zero credential. No, no. He's a public Absolutely. speaker who decided to talk about the Bible. The Bible. I yes. Googled him. I went down the wormhole and I was like, mm -hmm. yo, if I want to absolutely blaspheme and just be here for the money i'd mm -hmm. be joel osteen you'd be joel osteen 100 percent. religion mm. can be abused and yeah. oh, interesting yeah. and, and, and what i like to say um is the book of eli baby absolutely oh my god right now mm -hmm. monetary gain within religion is another reason why i yes. stray away from it yes. you see all these pastors driving luxury cars yeah. taking vacations beautiful houses absolutely. designer clothes what is that yeah or, you know, what's the, what's one the one of, the, one of our things that Oh, the, the, bla the black guy that died. Mm -hmm. It was like a really controversial, like year, a few years ago. I don't remember. You know the one in it's Brooklyn like really that's been recent. One. Ah, I can't remember his name. It'll but he, I don't. I think he had a some with little boys, maybe. Mm. They all have. Some. No, I was gonna say it. <laughs> but uh, what, well, like for instance, like at Monthly Magic, one of the things that we try to do is have free resources. Yeah, it's mm. free. It's free for you to come. And do that. And of course, I happen to come from a upper middle class background yeah. where I can use my privilege to buy the crystals right. and share it with people who may not have access to crystals or rosaries and stuff like that. Bless your heart. So that, and that's, again, that's another problem is religion like Joel Osteen Ugh. taking all that money. Passing the plate. Yeah. Pass the plate. And, and of course, well, what, and also pass the plate back to the people who need it. You know, yeah. what, what are you doing with this yes. stuff? Are where you are thinking the of others? Where are the programs? And where are the free resources? One of the things that I loved about Catholicism growing up, the old ladies whenever they uh, got tired of all their religious stuff that they had or they were getting older and they were going to go to a nursing home, there was always, in every Catholic church, you'll find a table where people can dump old religious stuff. 
rosaries, holy medals, statues, prayer mm-hmm. cards. And my, my, I would dig <laughs> through that. I would, I would have a field day with those because oh nobody else wanted it. But I would have a field day with those. <laughs> and it was a free resource. And almost every Catholic church has one. A free resource section. at the, Typically in their little front you know, door section, there's free holy cards, free rosaries, free things. Um, of course, they're probably trying to convert you. And some old lady is praying that when you take that, you become Catholic. <laughs> but let me tell you, I've taken thousands of them and I'm not a Roman Catholic. So, you know, God, God knows. God knows. <laughs> <laughs> Our lady knows. The mother knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, so yeah. yeah free resources are important and and mm-hmm. I, I people don't do that they take that money and then mm-hmm. they, don't, they right. don't share it and again I, religion can be monetized which again this is a very american thing mind you because yes. we are a capitalist culture this is very much an us thing mm-hmm. although it does happen in other parts yeah. of the world but mm-hmm. it's it's especially it's popular here in america the, the money prosperity gospel. also prosperity. the american yes. dream yeah the american dream and how god is involved in that and i always laugh because it comes out of christianity mainly but Jesus was a poor, you know, mm-hmm. Jewish Jewish man, Jewish man of color, Jewish man who had nowhere to lay his head. The gospel prescription says he has nowhere to lay his head, and he lived. He said he would tell people, "Look at the birds; they're doing fine. Be like the birds, you know, <laughs> who have nothing and just live off the land." He was really bringing people back to the Paleolithic paradise. You know, is really what he was doing, which is, you know, that's the second coming. You know, <laughs> 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 is returning to the earth. But mm-hmm. That's another. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here and I'm, I feel like the three of us, like Saida, Danielle, and I, we're sort of at the Kyle podcast today, and it's been nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. We've been guests at your podcast. I love it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm glad, I'm oh, glad you like it. No, it's we such a joy. Um, I so in the like we just have a couple minutes left, and yes. I wonder. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of listeners who maybe I, I bet there are people listening who are like, huh? Yeah, I never thought religion could be something like what Kyle's talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe you're, maybe there are people who are running Bible studies on campuses. Um, not ours, you know, like yeah. broader, you know, like, or, or, or trying to organize around religion in some way. Yeah. I guess, what would you say to those folks? Mm-hmm. Cause uh, like if you're running, if you had a, a campus with thousands of people and you yeah. have just a handful that are coming to, a Bible study, you know, there's way more who are religious, yeah, um, who are not coming there. But there's some piece about like that's not connecting. Yeah, that you're doing a lot of the connecting. So I guess like, what 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 mm-hmm. advice would you have for people? Well, I'm a very loud, proud queer person, and I I don't shut up. I don't shut up. That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also a blessing, and that's what I really recommend to you. If you've got something to say, if you've got something to share, share it and share it with love. And people will come. People will come. Advertise. I mean, let me tell you. I mean, you. I see your flyers everywhere. Yeah, I was going to say. Flyers. I see the flyers Advertise. Everywhere. <laughs> put up flyers for your thing. I made and my make own. make them fun. Yeah, yeah. And make them fun. I put all sorts of crazy fun art in it. Be creative with it. I think one of the big things in our patriarchal culture is that we're, we've drained creativity out of people. Mm-hmm. And start to, you know, find some spiritual practice to in, invigorate your creativity. And then it'll all come to life. I personally, I pray the rosary in a very non-denominational way. But I pray the rosary and that gets my juices flowing. And I, I put it in the arms of the lady. I put it in the arms of the mother and I trust that it'll get done. And then I, and then I do it. I do it. I, I make that poster. I think of an event. I also, I, I ask people. I, I go up to those people who run things or have spaces here at Southern with no fear. Brandon at the Sage Center mm-hmm. hosts, helps me to host Monthly Magic. And it was just me going oh, up to him. He's a, he's a good friend of mine. He's a, lov- a lovely person. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Brandon. Um, and I went up to him and I, I said, I really want to do this thing called Monthly Magic, where we talk about 
queer spirituality. And Brandon happened to be, an, it, and it is, a very open-hearted leader who says, who just is very passionate about people doing their thing mm. and said, let's do it. Have the space once a month and do it. And then I, I did it. I, it t- t- it's a little extra work that I have to do on my part. And you're going to have to put in that work. But if you believe in what you're doing, you'll do it. You know, mm-hmm. and that's that's the thing. So so find find people on campus that'll give you a space. You can actually, if you become an official club, which is a hard process, um, you can then you have permission to sign up and get little office rooms here and mm-hmm. do something, do something, and, and make sure that it's from your heart, because people are. Let me tell you, religion is full of dogma, and people are tired of dogma. Yeah, speak from your heart, and and make it about what's coming out of you, and then give space for other people to respond of what's coming out of them, what's coming from them. That's the magic of monthly magic, and that's the magic of any inst- anything that's going to mm-hmm. take off here on campus, like monthly magic has. I mean, make it about what's coming from your heart, mm-hmm. and you know, God will do the rest. However, you choose to see Him, her, it, they, them. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle, this has been such a joy. So fun. So fun. So fun. So fun. Absolutely. We we finally broke into religion this won't be the last episode i'm no. sure oh please i'm it, it, it religion never ends so if you need right. to have me back at some point i would love to come back <laughs> yeah. heard not to invite myself but <laughs> oh please we love it no i would love it we love yeah. it kyle thank Absolutely. you so much for everything you do for our community and, and just for this conversation is, is there any way that i could plug my podcast for people yes, to check out so if you go on spotify it's the monthly magic podcast you just type in the monthly magic podcast you'll see a big old uh, rainbow halo black madonna will come up on spotify just click on her and you'll have my podcast and our instagram is monthly.magic on oh instagram yeah at monthly.magic so <laughs> love that join us there and please come to our events and if if you need help starting something to the listeners if you need help with anything i am here to help you start and make those spiritual dreams come th- come true and to help you in any way you need so please just reach out to me absolutely love that love you guys amazing thank you so so, so much Kyle. <laughs>